recently I was told that I'm going to have to start um, being on a, a non-invasive ventilator part-time in the evenings and in the afternoon when things get a bit tiring. And I even breathe when I think about it, but, but just to help with breathing. And I guess we'll come back from the hospital and mention that to our girls kind of in passing. It's another bit of kit coming into the house. It's another thing. It's another job. It's something else to probably plug in or charge up or maintain, have bits for. And so it just goes on the list of things that are around us. But I, I haven't mentioned it, but I'm pretty sure they will know the significance that, you know, by the time you're having your breathing helped, you know, that they don't do that just for fun. That's part of a process of um, you dying. I think as a family now, we've kind of taken it as, as a given that, you know, to, to extend that metaphor or use it again, that, you know, I'll get off the bus and the bus will continue and our little family unit will carry on in its journey. So we talk about things long into the future that I'm unlikely to be a part of. You know, we're talking about my kind of my oldest daughter, Sasha's, um, you know, possible university sort of accommodation for next year, a course that might run for three or four years. Um, my girls say sometimes about what they might want to do for a living or how they want to live or whether they want children or not. And if they do what they'll do with them, um, you know, largely correcting our own parenting, of course. And that that's kind of tricky because I think we all know all four of us that that's going to be a place where I won't be, you know, I won't see the grandchildren um, or, um, various other events that we, that we will talk about that are marked in some kind of future calendar. Rather than talking about it, I hope that we're not ignoring it. We've just accepted it. I'm a pain in the ass to live with. I'm pig-headed and stubborn and difficult and just all sorts, unreasonable, um, demanding. I mean, the list goes on. I would like my children to remember them, I mean, not, not just being the person who hassled them and... Um, lectured them and tried to get them to do things that they didn't want to do i you know i I would like to just remember to be as a as a decent father and a decent human being i'd love them to try and remember me before my you know before the illness actually and that's that's a very different difficult and poignant thing i do find it difficult knowing that you know i used to be the one who would you know go for an entire walk with my children on their shoulders spin them around mess around doing ridiculous things with them outside for long periods of time you know sunshine or snow but now they know me as the guy in the power wheelchair we remember holidays that we've had places that we've gone and i'm i'm fond of doing that as well because i sort of think it might reinforce things and you know just lodge memories that they won't lose through their adolescence and leave a an imprint of someone else i don't think we should hide from the fact that people who are very ill at home and getting iller can be anything other than a burden Perhaps in extraordinary circumstances with amazing bonds of love, it can be some kind of cherished journey into the, the afterlife. But this is going to be a bumpy ride for, for my family. And yet, I know that I'm loved and, and cared for within my family. There are elements of my life that I still am able to cherish. I also know at some stage, this might become too excruciating with too much anguish and too much discomfort for me personally. And that is a very personal thing. And I want to call it a day rather than get worse.